crochet base. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet, while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah. Welcome everybody back to the Crochet Base Podcast. I'm Jessica. Welcome. I'm Meg. And we are the The Crochet Crochet Base. And this is episode 17. That sounds crazy. Yeah, every episode is very exciting to me. Like, hey, we're still doing this. Yeah. I feel like that moment. Have you you watched the, um, have you ever watched the interview with, oh gosh, uh, Paul Rudd? Where he's doing the hot ones interview and he's like, Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have yes. thought? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I feel. Look yeah. at us. Who would have thought? Look Not me. Who would have thought? Not, <laughs> Not me. me. Not me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and I need to watch that show more often. It is a well put together show. I need to be on that show. As is ours. A well put together show. She does a thumbs up as if you guys can, like, hear that. (laughs) Well put together show. And then just just dead silence. like, prepping for the day we finally give in to the peer pressure of doing video podcasts. And have the equipment to make it work. Also that. Also that. That's. We're not there yet. But, you know, one day. One day. One day. If we can get a couple of sponsors, maybe. We can get there. I feel like we need to wait for what you're working on and what's new and skip right over to what you're drinking because this is a monumental moment. It's actually a really big deal, you guys. So you know how I say often, everyone, there's three things that we require in this podcast. Crochet, drink coffee, and be kind. And lately, it seems like the only one around here in this podcast <laughs> is ever drinking coffee is me. Even when I had a guest co-host who is a self-acclaimed coffee snob. Wait, are you I saying was, that M didn't even drink coffee? She didn't even. This is why you need to listen to the I know, podcast. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Wait, but you like, actually did listen to that part because I was. You laughed at it. And you you're right. Don't I remember. did laugh at that part. You're right. At her you're dandelion right. I have the worst memory, and I blame it on my car accident. <laughs> on your car accident. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So anyway, this this is a monumentous thing because I have this beautiful mug in front of me that says let's stay home very appropriate for me i got it from the good old dollar general heck yeah you know and it has about a half a cup of coffee left in it that is I'm right so proud Ladies of you and gentlemen of all kinds i am drinking a cup of coffee while we record the crochet base podcast if- if I had a soundboard, I would hit the applause button right now. Can like a we, whole like, like a whole stadium of people cheering. If we ever get sponsored by Apple or, you know, whoever else, Apple, um, can you can can we buy a soundboard and just do that type of stuff cuz cuz I just really want. Yeah. That type of stuff. I mean, like, we could liter- we could literally do that right now. Like Michael uses a soundboard all the time for when he plays games with his friends. Well, I'm really offended that we don't do that now. Mm-hmm. It's just digital. Like, okay. you pull it up on your computer. Yeah, yeah. You, I hear you. click you. the button, you know? 
I feel like we need this. We need one of just my like screech laugh. <laughs> we should hire Michael to be our sound effects guy. We should. And he'll just like this. sit behind me with a little soundboard and he'll just wait there with his headphones <laughs> to like press buttons. We would not be able to trust him with that though because he'd add like fart noises and just hit them at the most <laughs> inopportune times like that. I know I so know dumb. my husband, you guys. I know him well enough. <laughs> We'd and be in like the the middle of a pregnancy and infant last episode, and he'd just like whip out a fart noise at like the deepest, heaviest moment. We'd both be like death staring at him, like, <laughs> "Do you want to meet Jesus? Because that is how you meet Jesus." <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, we we certainly we certainly went in a direction <laughs> as we normally do. So anyway, Anyways, you're I have coffee. coffee. Do you have coffee? I do have coffee. I we have coffee. A fresh pot. Right before we came into the studio. This is my soda parlor mug. It's a place in Nashville. Love that. And uh, Michael and I went there when we first started dating. It was a, it was a cute time in our lives. I love that so yeah. much. Yep. So now. So what's new with you? Sorry, I was taking a <laughs> sip of coffee. Ugh. It's all good. Uh, what's new with me? Well, um, I started crocheting. A... You started crocheting. Good for you. I started crocheting. <laughs> finally. No. Finally. Seventeen episodes in. <laughs> no. I... You sounded like a teenage girl that's like trying to be flirty with a guy like (laughs) (laughs) What were we even saying? Oh, you started crocheting. I started crocheting. We're very proud of you. Okay. I started crocheting. Um so so I have my two sisters are like really obsessed with the musical artist the weekend. And the one was in like one of my lives the other day, and she was like, "Hey, it'd be really cool if you made the weekend." And I was like, "Like, out of an amigurumi? Like, you want me to crochet the weekend?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "All right, bet." So I like started to, um, and I've got him. It took me two days, like two full days, to make it. Um, and I just have to do the eyes, and like he has a tie, and then he has like a mustache and beard type of thing. And then mm-hmm. I'm done with it. But it's really cool. Um, Can I ask I sh- you a question real quick? Yeah. You said you made him over two days. Yeah. Was it a Saturday and Sunday? No. It was a it Friday and Saturday. That's, actually That's still, still the weekend! <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I Continue. The weekend over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. It's I didn't only even right. think about that. Um, it's only right. So I... My sister, like, freaked out. Like, I I FaceTimed her, okay? And, like, she didn't know anything about it because my other sister, um, Maddie, was the one who told me to make it. And then my sister, mm-hmm. Samantha, is the one, like, I was telling you before that absolutely fangirls over him is, like, yeah. a huge fan. And funny enough, okay, so they went and saw him out in Las Vegas. And mm-hmm. my younger sister, Maddie, had this girl custom paint Converse with the weekend's face and stuff on them. They're the coolest shoes, Okay. Super yeah. cool. They so my sister recorded a reaction video of my sister Samantha seeing them, and she like freaked out and screamed. 
the girl who painted the shoes posted that video on her TikTok and it went viral. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's got like 20,000 views. It's super cool. And um, sorry, I need to adjust my, my little piece here. Might be a little wonky. Okay. Um, so that was really cool. And then, uh, so I FaceTimed her and I was like, oh, hey, Sam, like I've work, been working on this project and keeping in mind again, she has no idea I started even making this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was just, I just wanted to show you. Cause she's always like a big supporter of my crochet and stuff in general. And as I was like, oh my gosh, your stuff is so good. And just hyping me up. So it's not abnormal for me to be like, let me show you what I made. So I popped it up and it has like, I'm not even done with the hair yet. I haven't even added a face to it yet. I just have like the outfit and the head and half the hair. Mm-hmm. And I pop it up and immediately she goes, oh my gosh. I don't care how much it costs. Like you can't sell that to anybody else. You have to let me have it. You have to <laughs> let me have it. You cannot give it to anybody else. And I'm just like cracking up and I'm like, you know what it is? She's like, it's the weekend. And she's like freaking out. So I intended to give it to her already. Um, she's like, I'll pay whatever. I don't even care. And I'm like, I'm not going to make you pay for it. Because first of all, the amount of materials I have in the Beth Paper doll is absurd. <laughs> um, and it would be a lot more than I would normally um, spend on or charge for a plushie of that size. But it's my sister. It's her favorite thing. I'm just going to give it to her. So that was really fun. Um, and then I'm releasing a mod pack for one of my other patterns which i think i mentioned last week um but i am also working on designing a second set of mod pack or a second mod pack set so there was a female one for my juniper the jungle girl pattern which is a ballerina a ladybug and a bee and now working on a boy set that will go with joey but i'm not gonna say what those three are because i have not publicly announced them at all yet so Ooh, we're keeping that mysteries. a secret until i'm ready to announce that yeah. Very well, that's exciting. exciting. What are you working on? What's new with you? Well, <clears throat> I don't remember if I talked about this in the last episode, but I'm just going to say it. Um, I Okay, so I do know that I for sure talked about this boho rainbow baby blanket that I made mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And I decided that I wanted one for myself, but not a baby blanket version. And I, I think I did talk about when I was going to start it, but I don't know if I said that I finished it. So I have finished it. I currently have it like on me right now. It's humongous. It's cozy. It's amazing. My cats are obsessed. It's great. Um, <laughs> and that's it's like so for cute. me, an important um, measurement of success is do my cats want to sleep on it? If they do, I feel like, <laughs> okay, I've succeeded. Do my cats want to sleep on it? And it matches <laughs> your living room, which is really cool. Yes, the like the blue and yellow colors definitely mm-hmm. definitely go with my living room. Um yeah, so we did that and then um the other thing that I have uh, been working on is I got all caught up on a certain little temperature snake mm. named Steve. Let me just step out of the room for this part of the podcast. It's a sore subject for a certain crochet bay <clears> because <throat> she created this whole movement and then dipped <laughs> promptly. <laughs> She said, let's do this thing. It's going to be so much fun. But I'm not doing it. <laughs> Listen, in the words of the great Katie Dids 86, just don't do it. You're never going to finish it. Just, just <laughs> okay, don't do it. But see, I I had that inner voice and then I and then I crushed that inner voice. Yeah. And I said, no, 
I will finish Temp Steve, and then well, I mean, I haven't finished him yet because it, it's not it's not the end of the year. You can see him right there; he's behind me. Um, so I'm all caught up because <laughs> because I I mean I did like I was way behind on Temp Steve. Wait, when did we, we start him? him? Did we start him in 2022? July 1st, yeah, 2022. And I made it all the way to August 14th before I stopped <laughs> from shaking him. <laughs> and it was like last week, I think, that I started um, doing the work to get caught up on him. So I had like, I don't know how many months that is, like six months, mm-hmm. of, <laughs> six months of daily temperature rose. But that's the nice thing about doing a temp- temperature snake instead of a temperature blanket is it's a lot more manageable to do 18 rows per day or 18 stitches per day rather than, you know, however large of a blanket you're doing. Um, even if it's just a throw blanket, obviously it's way faster to do a snake. Um, so like, I think the most daunting part to me that was keeping me from doing it, that I kept putting it off was having to like write down all the temperatures for the day. Like that part takes like a whole like hour. Well, yeah, but it was just like it was that was like the mental block that was like, yeah. I got to do all the setup That's work. Fair. I can't That's just fair. start crocheting, you know. So eventually I was like, OK, when I finish, I think it was the blanket. I was like, when I finish the rainbow blanket, like I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything else until I do temp Steve. So um, I sat down. I got like a Excel spreadsheet going and um, found a good website where it had like because the website I was using, it's the same website, but it. I didn't realize I had a month view where you could easily see the temperature for each day, like all in, in one page. Oh, sure. Um, Mm -hmm. The way I was doing it previously was like, you had to type in like one day at a time and then it would load that day. So that's, yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to like find a better system. And then all I had to do was switch it from day to month (laughs) view on the website. Okay. So then where are you at right now? Like what date are you on? So I left off. um, Let me just pull up the sheet um it was like sometime last week i think last saturday i miss that yeah. oh so you're like um, current yeah like i'm like all the way up to your yeah like you're currently in the February. second yeah the second oh, of february is where i left off I'm on? uh sometime in july <laughs> no <laughs> you made it all of like one week of tipsy i'm pretty sure <laughs> I think I'm on, like, January 14th. Or, I mean, <laughs> July. Not January. I'm on, like, July 14th. <laughs> so you stopped it, like, a full month ahead I of me? I like, two weeks. <laughs> and then I was like, no. The shortest temperature snake of all time. You should do the tail just where you stopped. I should. That would be hilarious. This is my two-week-long temperature blanket. You could snake. add some little arms and he could be a gecko. <laughs> be a little lizard. <laughs> um yeah so what i decided now because originally when i first started i was doing every week i was doing like a week at a time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think i'm honestly going to do a month at a time because once i got all the prep work done and i had the excel i had the the spreadsheet written out with the temperatures and then the colors and everything the actual crocheting went so fast I mean, it took me like I worked on it over the course of a couple days and I was able to catch up six months worth of of rows. Um, wow. Yeah. Even with like it, all was it a lot of color changing? Because I feel like there would be. 
there was some color changes like quite mm-hmm. a bit in certain areas um but i eventually just started keep like there was I, I wouldn't do more than three but i would have three colors like attached at any given time yeah and i basically use the same method as my floor poof so like instead okay. of because i know some people carry it through like each stitch yeah but i just basically picked it up at the beginning of beginning of each row i would mm-hmm. like kind of pull it through um so it was only kind of running up the seam yeah, and then yeah. that way I didn't have to like carry it through each stitch and that made it a lot easier. So that yeah. made the color changes a lot faster. I would just basically keep like whatever three colors were coming up most frequently, I would keep those three on. And then when one would kind of like, let's say it started getting colder and and I don't have the sixties on there anymore for the rest of, you know, I would, I would cut that one off and, and bring a new one on. Sure. Um, so that made it a lot. That made the process a lot faster with the color changes. Um, yeah, it's pretty, I wasn't constantly cutting in new colors and tying mm-hmm. them in. It's pretty common, like in Omega Rumi, to drop colors and pick them up like that. Right. So yeah. So that made it a lot. That made it a lot faster. Yeah, that um, makes sense. But um, because of that, because I kind of got used to that method and that worked really well, mm-hmm. I was like, well, it doesn't really make sense for me to do it every week or even every other week because that was the nice thing about having that data of like knowing what the temperatures were going to be for the next few weeks is I could see like, okay, this color is not coming in for a while. So I'm going to cut it out and not keep carrying it through. So I figured if I did it like one month at a time, I'd have more information to know what colors I should keep on and which ones I should cut off. Um, So I'm basically going to be doing a month at a time from now on until the end, because I think it'll be just simpler that way. And it, it really takes hardly time hardly any time at all to do one month of steve so that's awesome that's that's the plan i love that um before we go into the main topic i had already screenshotted and showed you this and i'm not going to read the actual message because definitely don't want to like embarrass anybody unless they tell us we can read it out loud like i know we can read morgan's out loud when she sends them to us in holland and stuff like that um but I got that message on Instagram from Haley. So I just wanted to give Haley a shout out. Yeah. Because um, she messaged me on Instagram to send us some love and let us know that she really loves the podcast and is really enjoying it. So um, hi, Haley. Thanks for being a supporter and listening. And uh, yeah, loved the message. You totally made our day. You totally made our day. We loved it. So just wanted to give that little shout out before we go into our main topic. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the coffee you forgot about in the microwave. You wanted to sit down and crochet and have a nice cup of coffee, but it was getting a little cold. So you popped it in the microwave for a minute, but then you got distracted. 30 minutes later and a couple rows into your project, you remember, wait a minute, I had a cup of coffee in the microwave. Now you have to heat it up again. Try not to get distracted again, because this vicious cycle could literally go on forever. Now enjoy your possibly hot coffee and keep listening to the episode. So today, for our main topic of the episode, we're going to be talking about creative ways to market your business. And it seems a little delayed to talk about this, given like one of the big things I'm going to bring up for this um, happens to be like what I did on my cruise and my vacation. But this is a really important one. This is a really great one. I think it applies to both people who have a business, but also people who have a hobby and just want to like, you know, expand their social media Mm -hmm. and just 
get their hobby out there and their art out there, whether they want to sell or not. This can yeah, apply with to more people, businesses and hobbies, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, when I was on the cruise in, in Florida, um, it was a lot harder to make content and post. So I wanted to make sure I was still marketing my business and getting things out there, especially when I was on the boat because I didn't have internet. I did for one day. Um, which y'all, I know someone's going to come at me and be like, I saw you on live while you were on that cruise boat. You had internet. I had internet for 24 hours, my friends, because it was really expensive. So yeah. um, one of the ways that I marketed myself, and, and a lot of you might know if you follow me on TikTok, is that I made these little cards with my QR code on them that said, hey, please take me. Like I came for all the way from Iowa. Um, if you like me, you know, follow my creator on social media. And um, I attached those to just little pocket armies. I made weebies. I made um, mostly weebies I had. I mean, I had a couple of things. I had some whales. Um, and I just, I can't even remember everything I had. But I had a handful of different things. Um, I brought 30 plushies with me. And I came home with Dang. one. Dang. So, and that doesn't even include the ones that I made on the cruise boat. So that was the other thing. Is, right. On top of that, I was dropping those in random places. Like, I think, actually, I take that back. So I made I made 30 plushies. 29 of them were left me, my person, and one came home with me. Um, 10 of those plushies I physically dropped in random places for people to find. The other, mm-hmm. like, what is it, like 18 or whatever, um, 19 of them. People actually like approached me and I handed them to them. So I did a lot of like crocheting out in public and I just kind of had them like easily accessible so that if Mm -hmm. someone approached me and started asking me questions or was like complimenting my work or whatever else, I went, here, you want one of these? And I just handed them to them. And then honestly, people were more likely to follow me or support my, you know, business in, in one way or another um by doing it that way and I did have people I had people join my Facebook group and follow me on TikTok because they were like I really like that sea turtle you're crocheting that's so cute and stuff like that and I know it worked and the reason why I know it worked is one those people actually joined my Facebook group and followed me but the other thing is last week I got an email from a magazine in Tampa asking me to do an interview with them yeah and um I didn't realize that they were looking for local businesses so it didn't actually work out for me to do the interview because I let them know I'm actually not a Florida native. I'm not local to Florida. I was vacationing in Florida. But we made the connection that they found me through my little Amis that I dropped. Ah, like one we of the like, ones that you just left somewhere? Yeah, because we were like That's trying so to figure cool. out how the heck they managed to find me, you know, all these little things and figured out that the reason they found me, that magazine found me, was because of the little Amis I dropped. That's so, so cool. That's way cool. Like, even though I didn't get to do the interview because they, they're looking to, to you know, support local businesses, which I 100% agree with. And that's why I told them, hey, I'm actually not local to Tampa or Florida. I'm an online business based out of Iowa. Um, Like, to know that they found me through this marketing thing I did is amazing. And it just goes to show how, you know, even if you take the risk of, like, making all this stuff and... um and dropping it somewhere and it might end up in the trash. It might end up in some, you know, editor or writer for a magazine that may end up wanting to do your interview. Like how cool is that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You just never know where you where just, yeah, go. you never know. So 
um, that's kind of where that went. I just, I, I mean, it was totally worth it solely yeah. for that, even though the magazine interview didn't work out. I just, I'm so stoked that it reached that far. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So to kind of, uh, uh, wrap it up, not wrap it up. Um, what is it? Summarize. That's the word I'm looking for to kind of summarize what you did is basically making stuff and either dropping it randomly for people to find Mm -hmm. or um, just kind of randomly handing it out to people as you engage with them. Right. And obviously it doesn't have to be on vacation. It could be, Mm -mm. you know, just going to your local coffee shop and working and handing them out as people kind of take an interest in what you're doing. But um, you, especially for the ones that you dropped randomly, you had like, business cards attached to them or what did you so so talk them through what you did there yeah so I literally like I didn't they weren't technically business cards but like they were just a little card that had my QR code on it that was attached to my link tree where you can access my Etsy my Facebook page my Instagram my TikTok all my social medias highly recommend everyone get a link tree we are not sponsored by them there it's just a very valuable um resource for someone who who wants to easily access all of their platforms um you can either get a paid version or a free version i have the free the paid seems like it's worth it but also i don't need it right now the free is perfectly fine um it had the qr code and then it literally said on the top in big letters please take me it had a little explanation on the bottom of what it was why it was there who i am where it came from and then i just you know at the bottom of it wrote hey if you like me follow my you know follow meg's next crochet on social yeah. media. So super easy. I made my little card in Canva. Um, you could also make them on Vistaprint really easily. I know Canva and Vistaprint both have built-in QR code makers. So it's like super simple to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like when I was handing them to people, they both, they had that card in there too. Cause I did have a lot of people be like, Oh, do you have a business card? And I would just hand them the, like the little plushie with the card in it. Um, right. And and when I was handing them to people, it was, it was more like handing it to the people who engage with me. But every once in a while, I would see somebody who I'd be like, yeah, if I like reading the situation, right, I could easily just walk up to them and be like, oh, hey, do you want one of these? And hand it to them and they were fine. But like, absolutely read the room. If you're not somebody who can read people really well, maybe let them approach you. Don't approach them because you might come (laughs) off awkward. Right, right. And for those of you who are maybe not familiar with making QR codes. I know we, I mentioned this, we mentioned this quickly in the live and it was helpful to some people. So just Mm -hmm. in case, like if you've never made a QR code before and, and you just don't know where to start with that, like Meg said, um, Vistaprint and Canva have built in QR code generators. And you can also just Google QR code creator and you'll come up with lots of websites, but basically all you have to do is just copy and paste the link of where you want the QR code to take you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether that's your link tree, your TikTok, your Instagram, whatever copy and paste it into that QR code generator, it will obviously generate a QR code that you download as a picture. And then you can drop that into whatever, you know, file you're trying to create. And then I always recommend like whenever you print one out, you know, test it out with your camera just to make sure that it works properly. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you're good to go from there. So it's, it's a pretty simple process, but I understand like if you've never made one before, it can be like, okay, how do I even do this? Where do I start? Um, but it's a pretty simple process and I think QR codes are great, great tool for 
uh, sharing direct links to whatever it is you want to. Yeah, it to. seems more complicated <laughs> than it truly is, but I promise it's pretty idiot proof. Yeah, once you do one, you'll be set. So one of the things that I have done, and this was almost a year ago that I did this, and it was kind of a fun thing, was I sent, really it ended up only being one. I actually sent two packages in the mail, but one of them was returned to me because the address wasn't right. So only one of them actually like worked out. But um, I sent out a couple of basically PR packages to a couple of YouTube influencers mm-hmm. and um it was a fun process. So I picked out items from my website when I had launched my website. And these were two YouTubers that I personally, you know, have subscribed to, followed, enjoyed, watched their content for like a long time. So it wasn't just like some random person that I picked and was like, I'm going to send something to them so that, you know, they'll give me a shout out. It was definitely a personal like, okay, these are people that I've watched that I enjoy their content and I know enough about them from watching them to know like what pieces I would, I would send to them from my website that I know that they would really enjoy and get a lot of value out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one that actually went through, I sent to um, a girl named Danya and I know she's like obsessed with coffee. So I sent her a coffee cup cozy. Um, she has really like beautiful long hair. So I sent her a scrunchie and was there something else I sent her to, or was it those two things? I feel like there was three things, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Or maybe I sent her two cup cozies. That's yeah. possible. I can't remember. Yeah. Either way. Either way, I sent her a couple things, and um, it was so much fun watching that video for the first time. And it's on my TikTok. You guys can scroll back and find it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... The reason I found out is because so I gave I gave her a discount code to share with her subscribers and um, I noticed I had I had a sale and I went in and I noticed that it was um, that it used the discount code that I gave her. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, if that discount code got used, that must mean that like she posted the video because I'd been checking and I hadn't seen anything. And mm. so I was like, okay, maybe she's not going to post it. And that's okay, too, because that's like a risk you take when you send something to someone. There's no guarantees that they're going to, you know, give you a shout out. And that's fine. Um, but, yeah, so then I, I went and found the video and watched it. And it was, like, really cool. She was, like, freaking out. She was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Um, so that was, like, it, it's, it's a really cool. It's a fun thing. Um, the other package that I sent out that ended up getting returned to me um, I had also sent her a scrunchie because she also had really long hair and she was more of like mm-hmm. a fitness um, fitness YouTuber. And so I sent her one of my water bottle bags because she goes on like these really long walks with her dogs and she'll go on hikes and stuff. And she's always got, you know, obviously water with her. So I thought that would be a nice thing that she could like, you know, use while she was on her hikes. And it ended up getting sent back to me. The address, I guess her P.O. box wasn't updated or something because she's her husband's in the military. So they move a lot. So I think her P.O. box wasn't Mm. updated to the current location. Um, But anyway, I I probably should try again. I should see if her P.O. box is updated. Yeah, I was going to just ask, would you do it again? Um, I would because I really did want to send like, you know, I so the people that I chose specifically, like there are a couple of reasons behind it. Like one, like I said, they're people that I genuinely enjoyed and I get a lot of value out of their content. So it was like, it, whether they give me a shout out or not, whether it results in sales or not, um, it's just kind of like a, hey, th- 
thanks for all of the content that you've made. I really enjoyed it. This is like just something that I wanted to send to you to say thanks, you know, for being somebody mm-hmm. that I, I enjoy watching. Um, and then I also chose them because they were the type of people who do give shout outs to small businesses. Like they enjoy hyping yeah. up small businesses and other small creators. Um, and it's not um, like, it, it's just, it's something that they really get, like they enjoy doing that. Like, oh my gosh, I love being able to mm-hmm. like share your guys' work and share what you guys are doing. And um, so that was why I specifically chose them because um, there is no guarantee. Like the the larger of an influencer somebody is, the less likely it is that you may get a shout out, you know, like if you just pick somebody that has yeah. oh, millions of followers, like, yeah, I mean, if they decided to shout you out, that could be really huge, but like they probably get stuff from people all the time and there's no, right. like a great example with that is like, my sisters were telling me that the weekend, if you post on Twitter or Instagram, he will repost a lot of like artwork people do of him mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like, that would be insane. Like, what if he reposted my plushie? Right. Him? Like, there's no guarantee he'll do it, but what if he right. did? Right. You know? So, like, absolutely, like, preference. Pref- Why can't I say Preface? this word? Yeah. Prefacing, like, there's no guarantee that if you ever send somebody something that they're going to shout you out or they're going to promote your stuff because technically they don't. Yeah. you that right however it's not by any means not it like doesn't make it not worth it right like in your case she showed it on her youtube and it did produce a sale maybe it only produced one sale but like that doesn't mean other people haven't learned of you haven't started following you on tiktok or whatever mm-hmm. else and may not like may not buy in the future right. so like it's something i want to do for sure i just like don't really follow any influencers a whole lot I'm like, who would I even send stuff to? But I'll kind of figure it out. Um, on the other end of that, like, I also, not that I'm, like, a massive creator or anything, but, like, I also love typing up small businesses and supporting people and their products, whether it be um, crochet-related or not. So, like, I, like, when I, if we move, because, oh, surprise, surprise, I might move still, <laughs> um, I'm getting a P.O. box. Like, I have one right now, but that's just, like, my actual mailbox, Mm -hmm. too, because we don't have mailboxes here. But, like, I plan to get an actual P.O. box in Minnesota. Right. So, everybody, send Megs all the fun stuff. (laughs) As long as it's not dolphins. Okay, thanks. Well, now you're going to get dolphins. (laughs) I was already going to get them. It was always going to happen. So yeah, that's um, that's a fun, like, creative thing that you know you do it with no expectations. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when it does happen, it's it's fun. It's awesome. So we went live together on Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, we ended up asking everyone who was hanging out in the live with us on TikTok some creative ways that they've thought to market their business. And we had a lot of really great feedback and we had people who said the same things multiple times. Um, We had a lot. So I do originally, I was going to also use everyone's names, but because I couldn't keep up with who said what, and I was just trying to type out everything everyone said, we're just going to skip the names. 
We love you guys so much. We try to give you shout outs. This is not going to be one of those times. <laughs> so um, one of them was, I'm just going to like go down this list and we can talk mm-hmm. about them. Um, one of them was, um, they gave a bucket of worry whales, which are just these tiny little pocket amigurumi whales to her local Starbucks with business cards. So it's kind of like the same thing I did on the cruise boat, except for she just handed a bucket and said, hey, at a Starbucks and said, hey, hand these out, which I think I is great. That. Like if they're willing to do it, that's awesome. That's a great place to hand yeah. them out. Who doesn't love a worry whale with their Starbies? And so many places you could do that, you know, local coffee shops or even like little grocery mm-hmm. store, convenience stores, the library. Like there's a lot of different places where you yeah. could set that up. Or think about this one. Okay. Crochet Grove has her axolotl um, pattern and it has like a tiny little boba tea. If you have like a boba tea shop or a place oh, that sells boba yeah. tea, think about handing out a bunch of those little boba teas. People would eat that Yes. Up. So cute. What a good marketing idea. Man, I'm such a genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That was said with the utmost humbleness. <laughs> So just, you know, it. I mean, it's really the same as what I was saying, except for just dropping them at a local yeah, place I mean, that you love. I think that's a great instead idea. Instead of you directly handing them to people, you're basically giving them to the middleman to say, you hand these out to whoever. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think people, like, getting them from a Starbucks or a library or something like that, people won't be as hesitant to take it because they're always like, oh, what's the catch? What's, what's the mm-hmm. catch? But if they're seeing this little bucket of, like, free little whales in Starbucks, they're not going to be worried about a catch. Um, Another one was wear your stuff and crochet in public. So, yeah, that's great. Like, wear your stuff. If you make wearables, absolutely wear your Mm. stuff. You'll get compliments. You'll get, you know, you'll get questions. And that's a great way to engage with people and get them involved Mm -hmm. in your business. Um, Crochet in public kind of goes along with, with what I was saying before, too, is, like, I started to crochet in public. And, and like, on the cruise boat, I was crocheting by the pool where it was really heavily populated and a lot of traffic and people were watching and staring and things. And, like, yes, I chose my location wisely, but also I just wanted to chill by the pool and right. crochet. Like, it was a little bit of both. Like, I knew I could have went into, like, the adult section where it was quiet and not a lot of foot traffic. But, like... Why would I not sit by the pool where there's a ton of kids and families who are going to really, truly stop and look at my stuff and go, oh, my gosh, and want to, like, engage, right. you know? Right. Um, I, like, okay, so with the, like, wearing your stuff, I have been trying lately mm-hmm. to be more intentional about, like, wearing the things that I make. Because I do, but, like, sometimes yeah. I just don't think about it and I maybe we'll forget about certain things I have. And then it's like, Oh, I haven't worn that in a really long time. So I've been trying to be more intentional about wearing the things that I make. I pulled like a few pieces, um, a few wearables, a cardigan, a sweater that were in my wardrobe downstairs. And I like pulled them out so I could bring them up to my closet in my bedroom because I just haven't worn them in a hot minute. And I'm like, man, I need to be yeah. I need to be wearing this stuff. I noticed in your TikToks you had a lot more like cardies and sweaters that I was like, ooh, I bet she made that. Show did. Yeah. So I've I've been trying to make it, it a point to either wear like um, you know, if it's a cardigan, if it's a sweater, or if it's a hat, or, you know, even just a scrunchie or something. Um, 
I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more intentional with that. And then um, crocheting in public, crocheting in a coffee shop is the vibe for me. Okay? Oh, it is so a vibe. It is... It isn't just so a vibe. It is the it's vibe. It's quite possibly Ugh. like one of my favorite things to do. Like finding a really Listen, vibey coffee bay, shop. This is something you will love. Yes. Like, so there's, um, I don't think we got to go here when you were here. We'll have to go there the next time you visit. Uh, it's called City Coffee. Mm-hmm. And they roast their own coffee. Um, it is like the epitome of what you think of when you think of like a cozy coffee shop, you know? Yes. Okay. But did I tell you what our original plan was before we ended up with the Michaels surprise when I showed up? I think so. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to be, and that's what it was going to be. I was going to be sitting in City Coffee just like with my phone propped up recording as you walked in and just crocheting to see if you would notice me. Ah. (laughs) And I wish we would have done it, but it like didn't work out. Yeah. That was a bummer, but that would have been really funny because- you absolutely would have noticed me because we all notice each other when we're crocheting in public. Exactly. But would you have realized it was actually me? I mean, yeah, I think I think I, I didn't forget <laughs> what you looked like. I know, but but you know, sometimes you're like, eh, like, oh, hey, that person kind of looks like someone I know. But yeah, I think you would have. I think you would have done a double take. Like, I think you would have looked over and been like, oh, cool, they're crocheting, and then just kind of went on your merry way, and then went what. Went for a second, like, wait a minute. Wait a second, I know that person. Um, yeah, so that, like, that place specifically, oh, I just love going and crocheting there. It's, like, the music, and there's lots of, like, people coming in and out that are like, whoa, what are you doing? And, okay, literally, the last time I was there, I wasn't crocheting. I was working on, like, the business side of crochet things on my laptop, but there were two girls, and um, they got their they weren't there the whole time I was there, but I was, I was like really engrossed in what I was doing. And when I looked up before I was kind of getting ready to put my things together and and leave, I noticed there were two girls like across from me and they were crocheting. They were both crocheting. Oh my God. And I was like, Oh, I need to like be brave and go over there and say hi to them. Because I just feel like when you see a fellow crocheter in public, you always want to say hi, you know, and just be like, what are you working on? So I got my stuff all together cool. and on the way out I was like, "Hey, um I was like uh I was like I noticed you guys are crocheting. Like what do you mind telling me what you're working on?" And the one girl was like, "Oh yeah, like she said I just learned how to crochet uh like 5 days ago and I'm teaching her to crochet." And I was like, "What? Like you're already teaching someone to crochet?" She's like, "Yeah, I was like <laughs> trying to teach her how to chain and stuff." And the one girl was like, "Yeah, I'm like really confused, but I'm trying." And um, so I just gave them both like a little bit of advice and just, you know, told them, be patient, awesome. like you'll, you'll get it. And you're, you're about to become obsessed. Like it's, but it's such a fun hobby and you know, you can make like everything. She's like, yeah, I've already made, like she was listing off the stuff she'd already made and she's been crocheting for like five days. I was like, dang girl. Um, yeah. So it was like a, it was just a really cute interaction. And then I left, I got that. in my car. And then as I was like getting ready to leave, I was like, oh, you dummy, you should have told him about the podcast. <laughs> you should have. Okay. But I kind of had somewhat of a similar experience, but also different. So like when we went to Minnesota for my sister's wedding, cause my sister got married, I crocheted the bouquets. Yay. That was really awesome. I can't believe I didn't talk about this. I crocheted the bouquets for my sister's wedding and it was incredible. Yeah. And 
we got lots of comments and they were so beautiful. The wedding was wonderful. <laughs> I had no time to crochet all weekend, but it was creative fun. marketing. Crochet the bouquets for your sister's wedding. There yeah. you go. <laughs> it's very um, niche, okay. very specific. <laughs> On, it's very niche. On our way home, we were in, I had to stop in Target because one of my children had an accident and I had to get them new clothes. And, and I, as I was like searching for clothing or something, yeah, that's what it was. I was like looking for clothes. These two girl, like Target employees were talking about like dragons. And that seems really weird. But for whatever reason, I was like really, I was like, normally I don't pay attention to someone else's conversation. Like I try to be a good person and not eavesdrop. But like for whatever reason, I just got really hooked on their conversation. And they just kept talking about it. And they were like talking, oh, oh, this. And then all of a sudden I realized they were talking about crafting. Mm -hmm. But they didn't really say how they were doing it. The one was like, oh, I'm just making this giant crap, like dragon and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden she was like, oh, and then around fall, I make these cute little pumpkins. And I was like, it's got to be crochet. (laughs) Like there's no way they're not talking about crochet. So I like awkwardly stumbled up to them and I was like are you guys talking about crochet and they're like yeah and I'm like oh my god I was geeking out okay sorry I didn't mean to eavesdrop but like you know when you it was like my little crocheted R went off or whatever and I just knew so then I was like telling them all about my stuff and I showed them one of my pattern shop and they both followed me on Instagram and said my crocheted R listen all right my spidey senses were tingling and i knew okay i knew my crochet and i wasn't wrong lord have mercy okay that was off the rails but anyways back to our marketing tools um another one was decals on your car with your social media handle so I kind of already have this. I actually, I don't have like my social media handle. I have my logo on my car because I thought I would be cool and do that. But I almost love this more. Like my friend Autumn has, she has the Facebook symbol, the Instagram symbol, and the TikTok symbol, and the Etsy symbol, I believe. I think it's those four. And then underneath it has her handle for them because it's the same for mm-hmm. everything. So that people can just, you know, look up her handle to see what she she yeah. does. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, super simple. Like, but super simple. It's on your car. You know, it doesn't require a lot of space. It's a free way to advertise and market your business really, really easy. Getting a vinyl decal off of Etsy is so cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to cost you like five bucks depending on mm-hmm. the size. Or like, all you fancy cricket truly people, you can make your own. Yeah. Or if you have a cricket, you can make your own. Exactly. Um, another one was talk, 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 show off your work, which yes, absolutely. You know, obviously we, a big part of marketing is taking pictures of your items and posting them, making, you know, videos on TikTok and, and all the like generic stuff of like posting on social media, but people don't realize how important it is to really talk about what you do Mm -hmm. and like have confidence in that, you know, like going to my sister's wedding, a lot of these people haven't seen me in like six, seven years because I've been out of state. And I just don't come back and like visit that mm-hmm. often. Like, and when I do, it's just really with my parents. So a lot of them are like, oh, what are you doing these days? And like, to be able to say, oh, I own my own business. And, and I would consider myself, you know, I'm not like viral on TikTok and, and rolling in the dough, but like I'm bringing in a consistent income that I can say that 
I have a successful business. Like I would consider that successful. So it was really fun to stand there and be like, I have a small business. I'm a fiber artist. I'm a designer. I have an Etsy shop and, and, you know, tell all these people this stuff and not feel like insecure about yeah. it and be really confident in what I'm saying. Cause you know, like my one sister's a freaking doctor. My other one is in college to be a paralegal and my other sister is in college to be a child psychologist. So like they all have these like very prominent prestigious like careers <laughs> that they're either in or going into. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm a stay at home mom. And, and I have a small business and like, like I'm not dogging on me or anybody else because being a stay at home mom is absolutely an amazing job. And like, it's very hard work and owning your own business is the same thing. But a lot of the times I feel like people don't really take us seriously unless we present ourselves as something serious. Right. So like when I was having those discussions with people and talking to them, I was making sure like I was proud of what I do. I was proud of my work. And I was like really like talking myself up, not necessarily even bragging, but just like talking with confidence about what I yeah. do. Not like, oh yeah, I, I kind of like have this thing, but I'm, it's not like yeah, a big thing. Like I didn't like working on it. Oh, I crochet and sell a little bit. I was like, no, I'm a pattern designer. Like I, um, and I own my own business. Like that was a hundred percent what I said almost every single time. Yeah. Um, oh, I really love this one. A tumbler with your business logo on it or a coffee cup. Like, think about this. You know, you're walking around Target, you're sitting at your kid's basketball game, you know, you're at a church event or a small group or whatever else. You're at some type of activity. My app just crashed with my list of articles. Oh, no. Mubby. Um, but you're at whatever activity, you know, with, with your stuff. To have a little, like, tumbler, like, whether it's iced coffee, hot coffee, or a coffee mug or whatever, with your logo on it, starts a conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, easy. I mean, I don't even think you really have to go more into that detail with that. It just It's an easy way to start a conversation and market yourself. Yeah, totally. Um. This one says, I call it show and share. Bring my pieces to events to show my friends. That's another really great way. Mm -hmm. Kind of goes with the same thing as like wear it. You know, if you're proud of yourself, show it off. Nothing wrong with that. Yes. Great way to market yourself. Um, give items to friends to use or wear at work and events. This is a great one too. Like this is one of those situations where it's like, there's no guarantee that it's going to work or that your friends are going to wear it, but you take that risk and that's okay. Like you're giving that gift. Like I, for a long time was into making these like chunky, um, scarves for like my mom or just, I made them for a while. It was like way back in the beginning of me crocheting and my mom loved them and they were like kind of a trendy statement piece too. Mm -hmm. So she would wear them to work and got so many compliments on them. And I think I sold like two or three to some of her coworkers. Yeah. So that's like a really easy way to market as well. Um, well, we always is. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say is giving them out to like friends and things to wear to their places of employment. Um, a really easy way to do that, I think, is like scrunchies. Like think about waitresses and things. Um, wearing one of your cute little scrunchies. Someone is always going to be like, oh, hey, where'd you get your scrunchie? I love that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever else it may be. A little ear warmer or a hat or, you know. Whatever you make. Right. I was just going to say, you know, when you wear your own pieces, accessories, whatever, you have 
kind of this circle of people that you may interact with that will see your stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you let, you know, a family member or a friend um, wear some of your pieces, that's a whole different circle of people that they're going to interact with that you may never reach just, you know, wearing your own stuff. So it's cool because it's like you can kind of expand that circle of people who may come into contact with your stuff, um, having other people wear your stuff or, or use your, you know, if it's not a wearable, whatever, um, you know, having other people use your pieces is, it's a way for you to expand your reach, but still maintaining mm-hmm. that kind of word of mouth feel where it's like, it's Absolutely. very grassroots. It's very organic. It's not like, you know, I'm doing a promoted ad on this social media page. Like it's still a very right. much like, Oh, you like this? My sister made this. My friend made this. And it's like a trusted, you have a little bit of built in trust there because yes, you, you know, it's not just some random thing you bought online. Like, no, my sister made this, my friend made this. And there's a little bit of like, oh, I can trust that because they know them personally, you know? Right. And obviously, like, talking about my mom wearing scarf and then a couple of her coworkers buying it is an example of that. But another really great example of that is um, my parents go on a lot of cruises. And there was one time where all of a sudden I just got this influx of, like, these two specific people liking all of my stuff. Like, they followed all my social medias. They liked all my stuff. And and then they were, like, joining my Facebook group. And I'm like, well, who the heck is this person? Like, where did they come from? They just came out of the blue. Because generally, like, the people who really blow up my social media accounts and like all my stuff in batches, like, I know them generally. It's like a friend of mine who's like, oh, hey, what, you know, what have you been posting lately? Um, And I went on there and I looked at their profiles to make sure they were, like, legit people before I, I um, accepted them into my Facebook group. And their employment was Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. <laughs> My mother befriended these two men and then proceeded to brag about me to them. They went and looked up all my stuff on social media and were like, oh my gosh, these are so cute. And now they like follow all my stuff and are like huge. Like they like a bunch of my stuff constantly. Like they engage with my social media. So they're boosting my algorithm like a ton, even (laughs) if they never buy anything. I I mean, they might, man, with how much they jazz me up. I think at some point they're going to find the thing they want, but... Um, so funny it's just so funny like another another thing like that like my mom was literally in the Bahamas hanging out with these two dudes with my dad and that sounds so weird (laughs) but it was innocent I promise um (laughs) just like hyping up my stuff and they're like scrolling on social media just going through the crochet stuff but it really is like like having like family and friends and things um that word of mouth is so valuable Mm -hmm. And it goes way, way farther than most things will. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of the same. Make items for family and give them to them during events. I feel like that's the same. We don't really need to go on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, engage with your audience. Love what you make. Goes back to the confidence thing. Have confidence in your product and engage with people. Like having a open, friendly um personality like obviously some of us are introverted some of us are extroverted some of us are bubbly people some of us are more passive people whatever you want to say but engaging with your audience and really like making sure you're really like interacting even if it's just liking their comments or or you know just doing a quick response like I know for Jess you 
really go out of your way to respond to every comment that comments on your, I try. your platform, right? I try. Yeah. It's not easy by any means, but like you do go out of your way to do that. Yeah. I'm not as great about that, but I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Like I think you've built a lot of relationships there and and for you, like you, I don't, I think your followers feel like they're a lot more like connected to you than they truly like would be with a lot of other mm-hmm. platforms. Like not dogging on anyone, that's not to say, but like building those relationships and engaging with people really goes a long way. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Business cards, of course. That's a no-brainer. Business cards, always having them with you. I can't even tell you how many times I've had someone go, oh, hey, do you have a business card? And I suck because I never have them with me. <laughs> and um, it bites me in the butt. Just invest in them. Yes. Invest in them and constantly have them with mm-hmm. you. Eventually, eventually I will have on my website um, – QR keychains where mm-hmm. you can have your logo on one side and a QR code on the other. And it's basically like a digital business card that would hopefully always be on you if you've always got like your keys. And um, I feel like that's such a fun way to like, you don't have to like, it's still good to have business cards on you, obviously. Yes. But if you catch yourself in a moment where you don't have them, which let's be honest, like it happens. Um, oh like me yeah like and also like me, it's definitely <laughs> happened to me before um you know hopefully you've at least got your keys on you so you can say oh you know what i don't have any business cards on me but if you scan this it'll take you right to my etsy or whatever um yeah so i don't have those available yet but it's something i will do in the future because i think it's a really cool idea i'm really excited for these and uh if you ever feel like making me your guinea pig for it i would not be sad <laughs> just saying um another one is low good merch I think this one goes without saying you're literally marketing yourself by wearing your own merch. Mm-hmm. I had a t-shirt made by someone local here um, that just has my logos on it. It's nothing fancy. It's a white t-shirt with my logos on it mm-hmm. with a little like watercolor pink background. Super cute shirt. Oddly enough, I was wearing it on my live the other day. A bunch of people were asking me about it. Yeah. Like they knew, they know me, they follow me. They are on my lives all the time, but they were legitimately asking, where can we buy your merch? It's so cute. Can I buy your merch? I'm like, I don't even sell merch. This is just what I, like, I literally had the shirt made for craft fairs. So I had like, I was advertising myself at craft fairs. So I thought that was really funny, but it's not a bad thing. Like it really made me think like, oh, hey, if I had more merch and and not even just to sell merch to make money because that really wasn't even where I was thinking of it but I was like look at how engaged people were just on a TikTok live imagine if I was wearing something that really displayed who I was and I was just walking around yeah yep and then you were like well you can go get crochet based merch <laughs> you can get crochet based merch you want merch go you get want merch we got merch. merch we got merch we got, merch. We, merch. We got so much we got merch. merch we got all the merch merch out the wazoo um post on local social media groups heck yeah love this idea um make sure you're following rules because i know a lot of facebook groups are kind of strict about like advertising yourself but some aren't you know you can always post on like facebook marketplace and stuff but this is a great way to market yourself to especially if you want to focus on local areas Mm -hmm. um just post your stuff, you know, post it on marketplace, post it in like local, like we have 
I almost said the name of it and I'm glad I didn't because I live in too small of a town. Um, <laughs> we have just a little, um, we have a Facebook group that's just what's going on in our town. Like it's ran by the city hall. They just post updates. Like if garbage gets moved to a different day, if the city hall closes or something weird's going on, they just, you know, they post in there and people can ask questions and the community can engage with each other. Like that would be a fantastic place to advertise yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like posting on those local Facebook groups and stuff is kind of a blending of social media and word of mouth because you are using social media, but it's still like a very personal, it's not like just this, you know, very broad casting of the net to like everyone on the internet. It's still Mm -hmm. a very direct, purposeful, local, um, way of marketing yourself. And um, I'll share something that someone posted in the Hot Cocoa Bomb Facebook group that I thought was really smart and it applies to all businesses. Um, They said that instead of just posting on a Facebook group, like, here are my Hot Cocoa Bombs. Would you like to buy them? You know, here's what I'm selling. Um, They basically just did like an introductory post on the Facebook group where they weren't necessarily trying to sell anything directly. It was just Mm -hmm. kind of sharing their story of why they started the business that they started. So it was like, hi, here's, you know, this is me. I have, you know, two kids and I launched this business because I wanted to have more financial freedom as a stay at home mom, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I make hot cocoa bombs and I, you know, I have a lot of fun. I'm, you know, I, I make these different flavors. And she said just as like doing an introductory post, just kind of explaining who she is and why she's doing what she's doing. She got tons of orders. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So it puts a human being behind exactly. just simply a product and money. Exactly. People love stories and they want to connect mm-hmm. with a story. They want to connect with a human being. And somebody's much more likely to want to hear what you have to say if they feel like they're talking to a real human and not just like, yeah. here's this plushie, buy it, please, you know? Um, yeah, and think about it this way, too. Like, you're an artist. Like, you created this with your hands, you know? Like, you put, like, so much time and money and effort and love and whatever else into this. So, like, like tell the people who you are, like, as an artist because mm-hmm. we express ourselves through what we create, right? So, like, show them who you are. Right. And that may be like, you know, depending on the rules of your group, you may not be able to share a direct, this is an item I'm selling, but you may be able to Mm -hmm. just introduce yourself as a member of the community and be able to, you know, tack on like, Hey, I do this business without it. You know, like, obviously you gotta, you gotta read the rules and see what's, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Um, but that may be an option where like, you know, maybe you can't do a direct link to selling or, you know, post the item itself, but you may be allowed to talk about your business in a more like general way. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. And then the idea of like that local aspect to maybe you live in a big city and you really wouldn't really know a whole lot of people in there. But the fact that you live in the same city will also make people feel more comfortable or you just live in the same state or you're in the same area. Like it, it almost makes it feel more like, oh, we know you or we can trust you because you're you're local to us. Or you know what I'm saying? Like versus just like trusting any old person shipping mm-hmm. it to you online. Like right. not to say that that like it's not safe to do that because obviously there's a lot of great businesses in a million states. A million states as if there's a million. But like all over the country. Um, <laughs> man, my math is great. 
in a million places is what I was trying to say, yes. not states. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. ship and they're fantastic and absolutely support online small businesses. But like, there's just something, you know, about like local small business shopping. Yeah. It's nice you know, to be able to the locally support season. the economy yes. and all that good stuff. Yeah. People love to support small and local. So mm-hmm. like introduce yourself as somebody in the area as a small and local business. Yeah. Um, this one is kind of already said, but a little bit different. And also, also goes with not just the wearables, but with the plushies too. Um, it says, I make my kids stuff and make them carry it wherever we go and bring business cards. So again, bring those business cards, but like, think about it this way, you know, yeah, we can wear our wearables. We can make our kids wear our wearables, but like, what do the plushie makers do? What do the Omegarumi people do? Make your kids carry it. Make your nephew carry it. Make your niece carry it. Make your your friends' kids carry it. Like, what a great way to market your stuff mm-hmm. um, without it having to be wearable. Right. Um, these ones we already talked about, QR codes and word of mouth. So I don't think we really need to go into those ones. Ooh, this one's fun. Uh, Katie Dids has been doing this a lot lately, or... At least it's been prominent lately. I don't know if she's done it a lot, but like we've seen her do it. I don't know how much you've seen it, but she made this really cute giant flamingo and she played hide and go seek with it. So she post, she, you know, was making it on live and posting content about it. And then she posted that she was in this area at this place and she hid it somewhere in this building. And then anyone local had to go find it. So it kind of goes. That's so cool. It's kind of similar to what I did. Not saying she copied me because I totally just got that off social media. I've seen right. other people do it too. But like it's it's different, but it's the same type of concept. Like mm-hmm. me dropping them in random places and then people just found them. Like she literally said, you know, go find it type of thing. Who were were we talking about geocaching? Was it you that brought up geocaching? Yeah. Or, yeah. That was such a cool idea too. Like the idea of geocaching, but like. The hide and go seek thing, I love. I really want to try it. Yeah. So did um, she, I won't. Did sorry, she do ahead. it? Did she do it in a way where, like, if you find it, you get to keep it, or are you supposed to hide it again? No, no, no. She did it. Like, you find it, you keep it. Okay. Because I'm just thinking, like, it'd be fun if it kept it going, but also it's fun if you get to keep it too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either way is really fun. But like, she basically hid it in this restaurant. And then she sat in the restaurant in a really inconspicuous area, but where she could still see it visibly and watch someone find it. So that's so cool. That's a blast. And I really want to do that. I don't think I'm going to do it here because obviously, um, yeah, in the middle of nowhere, small town, it's not going to be really entertaining or fun or easy to do here. But like (laughs) if we move to Minnesota and we move to St. Cloud, that's like a major metropolitan city. Mm -hmm. Like it would be so fun to do it in St. Cloud. Yeah. You're like, it's in a cornfield somewhere. 10 years later, yeah. and they're like, we haven't found it yet. <laughs> like, one of the five people that live here will find it. <laughs> um, crochet and hand out little plushies in public. We already talked about that because that's exactly what I did on the cruise boat. Doing giveaways is another really great way to market your business. Yeah. Um, probably one of the easiest ways to spread yourself largely and fast because everybody loves free stuff. Right. So... That one kind of doesn't really need to be explained. It goes without saying. Um, product swap. This one was really interesting to me, but this is a great way to be an influencer and also 
get another influencer to market for you, even if they're not technically influencers. You know, you could find another crafter or small business that you really love and see if they want to swap products and review with you. So like, for example, maybe someone spins tumblers or, or they have um, like they're a seamstress or something, you know, reach out to them and see if they want to do a product swap and a review. Yeah. An easy way to get yourself out to a totally different market. Yeah. Or even like if, if money's tight, um, you know, maybe you can see if that Tumblr person can do a custom Tumblr of your logo and you can make them, you know, whatever it is they might be interested in. Yeah. That way okay, you've got I your totally, branded merch. You can use this to is like, yourself. This is like, I'm kind of ashamed of it, but also like not because I was just really addicted to it. And honestly, everyone was at the time. So like back in like 2016, 2017, I was hecking into LuLaRoe clothes, but I could not <laughs> afford to pay. Like back then I was not on the $25 leggings budget right. and just couldn't do it and couldn't afford to spend the money on the shirts and things. So I would literally go into LuLaRoe groups and say, hey, this is what I make. Anybody interested in like trading some leggings or a shirt for something of the same value in crochet? And I ended up getting like a whole wardrobe of LuLaRoe clothes <laughs> just doing that. Yeah. So like, like what you were just saying, like get a logo cup or whatever, like, like, don't be afraid to ask people for trades. Like for me personally, if there's somebody who's like, I don't really have the money to buy this from you, but I really want it, but I can give you this or something like reach out to me. Cause I'm almost always willing to trade something with you. Right. And like, you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, you know, you can give them an out, like it doesn't have to be, cause sometimes like if somebody were to be like, Hey, would you be willing, like, or can I trade this for this? If I am not willing to do it, it's like kind of awkward if I feel like there's a lot of pressure to say yes. Yeah. So, you know, if you just want to put it out there and say, you know, if it's not something you're interested in, I understand. Um, just to like give the other artist an easy out if they're not interested, but like the worst they can say is no, you know? Right worst thing you can say is no I will I've had I've had instances of people who are trying to be influencers reach out to me and say hey I really love this thing of yours. I I would love to give you a review if you wanted to send it to me like in exchange for that review and I I I had to giggle because like because part of me goes well I have a larger platform than you do and that's not to brag or be like oh I already have my own platform but I'm like you're there isn't really a benefit here for me at right. this point, but I have to give you props because you did put yourself out there and try. And mm -hmm. the, and like you said, the worst thing you could say is no. And like straight up, I mean, we all could could learn from that a little bit. It's very bold to reach out to somebody and just simply be like, hey, would you give me this product in exchange for a review? Absolutely is. But props for trying it because I don't have the guts to do it. <laughs> With that said, I am always willing to do a product swap if anybody's ever interested in that. Um, donating to raffles. That's a really cool one, especially mm -hmm. if it's for something that you are really like passionate about. I mean, how many times do you see like people do benefits for like somebody who has cancer or um or just trying to raise money for like the local hospital or a playground in the local area or whatever it may be, like it gives you an opportunity to help support something like a good cause, but also get your product and your name out there because you can yeah. absolutely add business cards to whatever you yep. donate. 
I've actually done that a few times. I've had people reach out to me on TikTok and say, hey, we're doing this, you know, silent auction dinner for, you know, Mm -hmm. so-and-so who has cancer. And, um, you know, as long as I can vet it and make sure that it's legit, I will always, you know, send a couple of things. Um, I've, I've mailed a couple of things. I've had some that are local where they like actually came and Mm -hmm. picked it up for me. But yeah, um, there was one where like I forgot and the lady was like, Oh, throw, throw a few of your business cards in there so we can like, you know, share your, you know, share your website and everything with everyone. So, yeah. um, they're almost always wanting to like, you know, because they are grateful <laughs> that you're yes, donating absolutely. items. They almost always want to make sure that they, you know, get your name out there because they're grateful that you helped them out. So. And on the other end of that too, like, like you were mentioning the vetting thing, if they're a legitimate benefit or like donation or cause or whatever it is, they will never be upset that you're vetting them because they totally understand. There's so many scams out there as a small business, as a creator, we all get them all the time. I mean, like the new one that I always see on Instagram is somebody will be like, is this still for sale? And then they want to send you money through Zelle and only Zelle. And it's like a big <laughs> So like, yeah, Zelle's a big old red flag. <laughs> yeah. Zelle is a huge red flag for me. Do not take money through Zelle. Zelle is a wonderful thing. If you personally know the person, do not use it for a stranger. Do not right. use it for a stranger. They will scam you out of your money. hundred percent of the time. Um, So somebody who has a legitimate benefit or a thing going on or fundraiser, they will be perfectly fine with you vetting them and will provide you with the information you need. Like there'll be no issue there. So don't be afraid to vet because you need to protect yourself as much as you want to help other people. Right. Um, And the last one we have was stickers. Who doesn't love stickers? Another Satan. Satan. (laughs) probably <laughs> just just no hesitation <laughs> every good and perfect gift comes from above and stickers <laughs> are a good and perfect gift they really are people love them they accept them kids love them stickers is a great way to market yourself mm-hmm. everyone loves a good sticker everyone loves a good sticker invest in stickers get you some stickers do it. You could put them on a water bottle. You could put them on a laptop. You could put them on a phone <laughs> case. You could put them on uh, your face. Your face. Your child's shirt. No, for real though. <laughs> Stickers are a beautiful thing. So many possibilities. Um, if you guys have any other ideas for creative ways to market your business, feel free to email us at thecrochetbase.com. Yeah, no, what do we, we miss? don't have a website. Why do I always do that? <laughs> The crochetbays at gmail.com. Yes. Um, we're gonna end up having to get a website solely because I keep doing that. And I guarantee <laughs> someone has tried to find us as a website. Because yeah, we should see if, we should see if that domain name is uh available. Somehow I think it is. Um feel free to email us. Let us know what creative ways that you like to market your business or would market your business if you had one yeah if you don't have one how do you market your hobby or whatever else you know just why don't you just email us and say hi we love a good email meg's just trying every possible angle to get people to email us because she loves getting email she's like a little email gremlin she's just like mm, i want them all <laughs> like, we got another one 
Uh, email me and tell me what the weather's like today. Email me and tell me what your cat's doing at 7.57 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time, the superior time. Oh, my gosh. The way that she just sneaks that in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Email me, but don't email Jess. It's not possible. It's not possible. Address. We're the crochet no, 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 base. She will see them all, but but email email the crochet bays at gmail.com, but specifically address them only to me. <laughs> For Meg's eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody watches Arrested Development, you got that. Have you ever watched Arrested Development? I have not. Oh gosh, it's so funny. I'm the there's worst. one part where there's like this British person that is supposedly a spy and every time they like come onto the scene there's this little jingle goes for british eyes only (laughs) (laughs) so that was my version of it but i I need to watch it (laughs) it's very like james bond ish heck yeah oh man this episode of the crochet base is brought to you by nothing because Jessica is currently experiencing writer's block and can't come up with a funny ad. But she needs to get the podcast finished so that the episode will air on time. So yes, this episode is brought to you by nothing. I'm sorry. I feel like I failed you. But, you know, it is what it is. So, um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for listening. You guys... It's that time again. <laughs> it's time for Shut Up and Take My Money. Shut the part of the podcast money. where you shut up and <laughs> somebody takes your money. That sounds like a robbery. Us who... <laughs> it's not technically us taking it. Everybody shut up. Give me all your money. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You said where you shut up and someone takes you. <laughs> That's literally a crime, Meg. <laughs> the whole phrase shut up and take my money is the person saying to the merchant, you shut up and take my like, I don't even want to hear your sales pitch because I want it. But you just totally flipped it around. <laughs> okay. I know. I thought I was doing something clever. It didn't work out for me. (laughs) That's, I feel like, a lot of the podcast. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Okay. How do you really feel? On on both of our sides. (laughs) All right, Jessica. What is today's shut up and take my money since you're apparently taking everyone's money? (laughs) Um, Today's shut up and take my money is... (laughs) It's something for me. Yay! This is where we have the applause sound effect. It's the crowds. All the crowds in the stadium. The stadium of podcast listeners. Um, So we thought it would be fun to include something that kind of went along with the theme of creative ways to market your business. Mm -hmm. And Mm. let me tell you, I mean, we went over the whole QR code thing if creating a qr code is just like oh it's a headache let me do it for you fam um 
in addition to my engraved leather tags and patches i also have a little section of the store i mean in the future like i said we're going to do the qr keychains there's going to be a few different things but one of the things i have available currently that is not an engraved product is stickers and they are um i have some that are just kind of like a standard design and they say like you know packaged on tiktok packaged on insta um and a few other ones that are kind of like happy mail type stickers um but these these ones specifically that i thought would be fun to highlight for shut up and take my money are customizable and um they say um show off your stuff tag me and then um there is a qr code so basically it's encouraging people when they purchase something from you you can slap that sticker um it could be on the outside of the package it could be on the inside on like you know one of your items that you've wrapped up or something um but basically the qr code links to whatever you want it to whether it's your etsy your tiktok your insta etc um and if it's um any of those that has like its own little recognizable logo like the t of tiktok or the instagram camera whatever um, I can actually include it in the center of the QR code. So they kind of see like, oh, this is going to take me to Instagram or whatever, um, which is kind of cute. But basically, it encourages people to share whatever it is that they've purchased from you. And that's re- like anytime you can get that like digital social media word of mouth. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a that's a big win truly for is. a small artist, because once again, you have that built in. Um, you know, as they're sharing it with their followers, um, there's that built-in trust. It's not some random ad that's the algorithm has served to, the, to them. It's their friend sharing a product that they genuinely are excited about. Yeah. And um, so that, you know, is designed to not only bring your customer back to your social media because they are um, scanning that <clears throat> QR code and being brought back to your site. But then also, hopefully, they are going to share whatever it is that they've purchased and tag you. And then you've got, like I said, that word of mouth. So um, those are fun. They're fun stickers. And um, they're cute. I have them in. Oh, I need to add the colors. (gasps) Holy smokes, I have to do that. Originally, I had blush pink as um, the sticker color option. But Mm -hmm. I also have like a minty green and a really pretty (gasps) light blue that I added recently. I bought them. We love that. Yeah, I just need to add them as options on my site. So I will try and make sure that's done by the time this episode airs because I have three colors of stickers available now. They're all really pretty. Yeah. So yeah, get you some uh, custom QR code stickers for your packages. Um, You can also slap them on, you know, like if you're doing markets, you can put them on your bags Mm -hmm. um, or on the back of like if you put like a little um, card that you attach to any of your items or like a price tag or something. Yeah. Stick them on there as well. Stick it on Um, your packaging if you ship product out. Right. So they work for either in-person sales or online sales either way. Yes. It's a great thing. So before we end this episode, can I tell you something funny that's completely unrelated to anything we're talking about? Or crochet in general. Please tell me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So today, Luca, like, comes out of his room, and he walks up to Davey, and he's like, Dad, I don't know if this is out yet or anything, but have you ever heard of an Xbox 360? (laughs) (laughs) What is this new technology? 
when I tell you me and Davey were like on the floor, just absolutely <laughs> squealing. It was Poor Luca was probably just like, what is thing? <laughs> like, yes, son. Not only have I heard of it, I lived it. It was, <laughs> it was the entirety of my childhood. <laughs> Wait until you hear about the Nintendo 64. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the, I don't know if this is out yet. (laughs) It's so precious. And there's my little random tidbit. I love that. Little moments with Luca. Kidisms. Kidisms. He's got some good ones. He does. He's pretty fun. (laughs) Uh, So, um next episode i we should we shouldn't share anything because we still have to lock down a few details but uh if all goes as it should i'm really excited for our next episode it's gonna be really fun and i'm excited for you guys to hear it so that's i think it'll be inspirational it's gonna be inspirational it's gonna be informative it's gonna be probably heckin funny yeah Um, and if it completely falls through uh we didn't say any of this yeah, well, we'll just have to make sure whatever we talk about is all of those things. <laughs> It'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Either way, definitely tune in for the next episode. Um, make sure to follow us on TikTok and all of the social media things. Um, rate the podcast, review the podcast, wherever you're listening to it, and share it with a friend because sharing is caring. Um, mouth, baby. Yes, all those things that help us to grow as a podcast because we want to reach more crochet friends and continue to grow because, man, we really love making these episodes for you guys. And the more people that it reaches, the more that allows us to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, until next time, crochet, drink coffee, and be kind. Okay, bye! Crochet Bays gonna crochet while we talk about crochet while we talk about crochet you can crochet too yeah